Hi, I'm Taryn Winterbrill, host of Bestseller TV on C-Suite Radio. On this show, I sit down with leading business authors to find out what makes their books stand out from the crowd. With thousands of new business books and titles being published each year, we try to make it just a little bit easier for you to decide which ones are worth the read. Thanks for listening. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. We're here with author Scott McCain. He's the author of Seven Tenets of Taxi Terry, How Every Employee Can Create and Deliver the Ultimate Customer Experience. So thanks, Scott, so much for being here. Thanks, Terry. It's a privilege. Thanks. Excited to jump right in because <laughs> okay. I, you had me at the title, Seven Tenets of Taxi Terry. The alliteration in and of itself with is... Taren, with Taryn. With Taryn. Of course, right. <laughs> say that seven times fast. It's compelling because Thank this you. entire book is based upon a taxi cab with a ride with a guy yeah. named Terry. So tell everybody quickly, you know, what happened. Late night flight into Jacksonville, Florida. We're late. I'm, I'm frustrated. I'm standing in the cab line to, to get my taxi to take me to the hotel where I'm speaking the next morning. All these cab drivers, what's more of a commodity than a taxi ride, right? They're all sure. the same. This guy pulls up as I get to the front of the line, jumps out of his cab, points at me in the front of the line and shouts, are you ready for the best cab ride of your life? Like, wow, <laughs> right. How come I got the motivational speaker right. cab driver? You yes. know? It, it was absolutely an unbelievable experience. And, and from that experience and all the innovative things that happened during the ride, such as talking about how he has set up in his cab to record conversations so that he can remember the names of his customers, enter it into a database wow. so that the next time you ride with him, he knows if your daughter's at Vanderbilt or if your son plays soccer. All of these things are things that he does to personalize the experience. Brilliant. And so the seven tenets that I learned from this simple ride with a cab driver that proves whether you're a multinational corporation or an individual entrepreneur, there are things that you can do to provide the ultimate customer experience. Right. So it doesn't matter how big or small your business is. Exactly. Everything that Terry exhibited in this cab ride can be applied to your business. Well, if Terry can remember my name right. and can remember my situation, how come the place where I bank doesn't? Exactly. You know, I'm in there repeatedly, but yet this guy can remember it. And so it's, it's a matter of commitment and effort more than the size of the organization. Okay, so let's go through these seven tenets of Taxi Terry. Uh, the first one is set high expectations, then exceed them. Absolutely. When you think about what he said, are you right. ready for the best cab ride of your life? He did two things. He, he set an expectation for me. I'm thinking, man, this is going to be different as opposed to the cab driver that says, where are we heading? And so he set an extraordinary expectation for me. But the other thing is he was doing it for himself. It set an expectation of what he demanded of himself to deliver. Yet how many times when we're shopping does the clerk say, can I help you? Or, or worse yet, ignore us when we're in the store. How many times in a business-to-business -business type transaction do they talk about the product and not about our needs? So setting that expectation, it's, it's hard to exceed an expectation that you haven't established. So True. establishing the expectation and then developing a strategy and the tactics required to exceed it are absolutely critical in today's world. The next thing uh, or tenant that you were impressed by in this taxi ride via Terry, you say delivering what helps the customer helps you. So yeah. help, help me help you kind of a thing. I got in the cab and as we're driving he said let's check out the weather well you know it's one in the morning I'm I don't care if there is weather you know, at this point but but he touches his dash and the whole thing lights up huh. and he's got a, one of those old Palm Pilots if you remember those from a, a zillion years ago but they, several years ago I'm in the cab and he's live real-time on the internet to weather.com set to Jacksonville I have the up to the instant forecast for my stay right. now he said, I hope you're a golfer. You're going to have an awesome stay in Jacksonville. If you think about what the economy is there, many of the people I'm sure that he's picking up the airport were golfers. Now, I don't depend on cab drivers for meteorological information, 
but it really did help my day. What am I going to wear tomorrow? How am I going to? Him providing something that helped me that had nothing to do with his business yet was beneficial for the customer is what, part of what created loyalty. Right. You know, when I go back to Jacksonville, who's waiting on me at the airport? It, it, it's, it's not something that's required of a cab driver, but doing that extra to help the passenger then helped him because he developed a loyal fan, right. a raving fan. I wouldn't become loyal to something I didn't care about. Why would I be loyal to anything unless there's some kind of emotional connection and emotional engagement? And that's what Terry created for and you. And that's what Terry created for me. That's why I went back, why I wrote a book about it, why I've stood in front of a million people since I've been telling the story, and a million people have sat in audiences and heard this story. Over 100,000 have watched it on YouTube, and it all was out of one cab ride. So the question is, why isn't every business trying to inspire that kind of loyalty and response from their customers. Right, which is what your book is hoping is to about. achieve. The next thing you discuss is customers or people so personalize the experience, which is a little bit about what we've talked, to, yeah, talked is, about but, so far. But how many times as we do business do we feel like a number? We have a client number or we're put on hold or we're made to wait. And right. there's, there's such a depersonalizing aspect about business. And the, and the extraordinary businesses are the ones that are able to personalize the experience for the customer to create what the customer truly desires. And so that's part of where we all need to be in business, regardless of the size, is the ability to personalize. How do we continue to personalize that experience? Because that's where true loyalty is generated. Okay, so you know how, so we know how Terry did it, yeah. obviously, but so you're saying if you're someone who delivers invoices, make sure you do something a little more personal than just delivering something yeah, to absolutely. someone's inbox. E even just uh, little reminders of, uh, for example, I got in the mail the other day, happy anniversary, and I thought, it's not my, it was the anniversary of when I became a customer. Oh, and they personally so signed it. Now, okay. it's, that was just a neat thing that grabbed my attention mm -hmm. that, that will make me think about, see, mind share precedes market share. People don't buy from you. They don't do business with you if they're not thinking about you first. So the more ways that you can create mind share, the greater the opportunity is to do business with these folks. And therefore, those types of techniques that are personal create the mind share that leads to more business. You also say make the customer the star of your show. I think you mentioned in the book how when Taxi Terry picked you up, he said, he, he mentioned your name immediately, and you said, how did you know my name? And I guess he, he noticed <laughs> yeah. on the luggage tags, you know, exactly. he, he had that, that foresight to check the bag, so he, you know, just shows that next level of care. I'm impressed, Tara, that's yeah. great, you're, 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 you know the story, See, I love it. I'm trying to treat it. you like a customer, exactly. and I'm, I'm exceeding I, I the expectation I was just getting ready to say you that, you, you were modeling exactly what right. the book's talking about, I appreciate that. I just used that. Three. That's right, yeah, you okay. did. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's the thing, I mean, think of all the things, he, there he saw my name, so why not use it? My first book was entitled, All Business is Show Business. And, and it's that same principle here. What do you do to make your customer feel like a star? The book talks about, the focus is internal customers. Yes. What do you mean by that? Well, it, so many times when we talk about customers, we think of these people that come in and buy stuff from us, whether it's our products or services or what it might be. But yet the people inside the organization, if we can get them to look at each other as customers, yeah. then the entire culture of the organization improves. So co-employees. If something about doing your job is dependent upon something that I'm doing, then I'm your customer and right. you're my customer. Right. And if I look at it in that manner, that I'm going to treat you like a customer and serve you like a customer and approach you like a customer as opposed to, you know, a, a, just a common employee, now all of a sudden we have more respect for each other, we treat each other better, and it gives us a better alignment with what we're doing externally in the organization because if we can think internally like customers, it becomes so much easier to think 
of our external customers right. and how important they are. So my success internally is kind of contingent upon my colleagues' success. Absolutely. And, yeah. and I'd better do my job because what happens if customers become frustrated? They go somewhere else. Right. So retention is critical not only of our external customers, but within any organization, making certain that we can keep our best people is critically important. So the way we keep our best people is to treat them like customers internally. Right, because you won't have customers if there's no employees. Absolutely. C-Suite Radio. We're talking to a lot of C-level executives. Mm -hmm. uh, what is their role? How do they play a part in creating this ultimate customer experience? When the C-suite is behind creating an ultimate customer experience, when the C-suite understands the importance of creating distinction in the marketplace, it goes so much better than if it's just an initiative that they approve. There's some organizations where the CEO will say, yeah, customer service, that sounds great. You folks take you care of that, that, right? right. I, I, I'm worried about what our share price is today. Sure. Other organizations, I, I've seen the CEO take such an incredible and personal interest. They know that the customer experience comes from the top. Right. It's not just a little project or fad. It's coming from the C-suite. Right. It's a trickle-down effect. It's Absolutely. not just a, a part of the company, you know, right. that part of the office. It's it's it comes from the top, you know, down. No, you're exactly right. And I think that's been one of the challenges in customer service because many years ago, like in the 50s, they used to have a complaint department. Then they changed the name of that complaint department to the customer service, service. department, right. where the perspective was, what's our service? It's resolving complaints, as opposed to being part of the fabric, part of the DNA of what our organization is, focused on serving customers. That can only happen from the C-suite. Just to play devil's advocate, sure. just in recounting your uh, cab ride with Terry, do you think that some people might find it a little too personal, you know, checking the name on the luggage tag, uh, mm -hmm. you know, being very sort of animated. Are you ready for the best cab ride of your yeah. life? Some people just want to sit back and relax and, you know, check out. Yeah. Do you think there's any sort of, uh, I don't know, I don't want to use a you know, negative no, side No, I know what you're it, saying, though. I, I, just I, I to agree. look at the other side of things. And, I, and one of the things that, that I think is critically important is I think Terry was picking up on the signals that I was giving in the cab. If I would have had the phone up to my ear or if I'd been sitting back with my arms folded, I don't think he would have been quite as engaging. And, and that's part of what we have to do in business as well, is to pick up the signals that our customers are giving us and, and respond appropriately to them. But yet, what we often try to do is we have our pitch, you know, or we have the way that we do it, and we have our script, and we go off that. And unfortunately, whether it's from the C-suite or the people who are working for them, so many times we're talking more about our stuff than about their needs. Right, right. And so it's responding not only from a product or service sensitive spot, but also from a personally sensitive spot. And I think that's what Terry did. And final thought, final tip, what are you hoping readers get out of this book? Well, I hope a commitment to deliver the ultimate customer experience. It's not just answering the phone quickly. It's not just, although that's critical. It's finding ways to serve customers in a way that's so compelling and so distinctive that they don't choose to go anywhere else. You get repeat business, you get referral business, and your organization's culture grows. Okay, and finally, I'm dying to, to find out the answer to this. Where's Terry today? Has his business grown? What's oh, happened so to glad Taxi you, Terry? Oh, quick, quick story. So I, I hadn't been to Jacksonville for a while, and Terry picks me up, right? And I get in the front seat, and, and he, I say, how's it going? He says, Scott, because of what I've learned from your books, because of how I run my business, the time I rode with him was just Terry in one cab. He says, I now have seven cabs employing nine drivers full-time. Wow. I said, man, that's great. He said, oh, I'm not done. He said, some people, they just want the cheapest ride they can get. I bought two vans. We run shuttles in these vans. They're going 24 hours a day. Super business called Easy Airport Shuttle. I said, man, that's great. He said, one more thing. He said, I always wanted a limo. And he pulls out a picture. And there's Terry and Bill Clinton.
the Clinton Global Initiative was held at the Ritz-Carlton up the road in Amelia Island. They had to pick someone to drive the former president. Terry? They said, who do you think they picked? And there he is. Oh. Oh and gosh. then I said the dumbest thing Taryn I've ever said in my life. I said, oh, my God, what would you say to Bill Clinton? He said, are you ready for the best limo ride of your life? There you go. If it's not broken, why fix <laughs> Absolutely. it? That's incredible. So, so his business has taken it, off. and It works. He must have been thrilled and quite yeah, honored yeah. to have you write a book well, about I'm, one I'm, cab ride. I'm, I'm honored to be a part of this, and I'm, I'm honored yeah. if it brings any more success Terry's way because he sure deserves it. Scott, thank you so much for joining yeah. us. Uh, the book is terrific. It's, it's, a, it's a really great read. I highly yeah, recommend you. it, whether you're in a taxi or not. <laughs> in a plane, in a taxi, on <laughs> <laughs> it's really great. Thanks again for joining us. Thanks. If you want more information about the book or Scott, check out our website. It's www.c-sweetbookclub.com. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-sweetradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank <laughs> you.